Hello, good evening, good afternoon, wherever it is you're from, and welcome to another episode of the Lean with Dean podcast. I'm your host, Dean, and I believe we're on episode 14 of the podcast. Today, you ha- unfortunately, you are left with just myself. No guests today. You're going to have to listen to my barn-ass voice, but we're going to cover a lot of questions that I've been getting in the DMs I put out on Instagram last week to go ahead and ask me questions to cover in the podcast. And before I get into them, I just want to say thank you both to the questions that we have for today's episode and also for all of the listens and the feedback and the messages and the DMs that we've been getting over the last four episodes and previous having the guests on whether it was shane dave pat or paul all those episodes episodes 10 11 12 and 13 have been amazing the feedback we've gotten from them has been phenomenal and there is a question in today's podcast that it's going to cover cover the previous episodes and i just want to say really thank you so much and it really really means a lot to me and if you haven't already please go and subscribe and maybe even give us a little rating because we are on all of your good favorite podcast places whether it's apple or it is in fact spotify so please give us a little bit of a rating as it does help get this podcast out to many many more listeners so let's get into it we have a list of questions here i think there's an eight nine ten in total and i'm basically going to go through them one by one none of them really kind of covered we had some other questions but i went ahead and filtered out the ones that were basically repetition because i don't want to waste your valuable time Question number one, track macros or calories? Brilliant question, one that is often given to me, whether it's in person or as a kind of one of those Q&A things on Instagram. There's, uh, calories determine everything, first of all. So in order to go ahead and lose weight, lose fat, we need to basically be in what's known as an energy balance, energy deficit. So we need to consume less calories than we are burning per day. Now, macros refers to macronutrients and there are three main macronutrients where carbs protein and fats so carbs uh, pertain to four calories per gram protein just the same and fats contain nine calories per gram so when someone says what is your macro split the macro split is basically what way do you chop your calories up depending on the macronutrients involved some might go for like 50% protein with 25 carbs, 25 fats. It doesn't really matter. Like as you get to a certain level of like, um, of eliteness regarding your physique and fitness and training, or your sport may uh, require you to consume more of a certain, of a certain food type in in particular carbs, because if you are a performance-based sport, carbs are going to play a big role there. Um, So I would always go ahead and focus on calories alongside protein and allow the client to go ahead and choose what they want to do with the rest of it. But to be honest with you, I don't personally track macros outside of protein. um, And I would never really kind of push a client to go ahead and do it themselves as it's just giving them too many things to focus on. And where I am dealing with, I'm dealing with people who have never tracked calories before, let alone macros. So I'm not going to go ahead and give them a macro split or tell them that they have to hit 90 grams of 90 grams of fat per day in order to go ahead and achieve fat loss it's too much it's overwhelming and you can go ahead and get fairly bogged down with that as well next up we have i hope that covers the question next up we have a rest or recovery days this is a brilliant question and it's one that i forget to implement myself 
So you'll have these things, rest and recovery days. A rest day is when you literally do nothing and you lie on the couch, you chill out, you watch TV, you sit in the bath, as, as little movement as possible. You're basically being like a four month old baby and just chilling. Now a recovery day on the other hand is one which I would push all my clients to go ahead and do and I would try and do it myself. Is when you are not actually training as in you don't have like a weight session, you don't have a conditional workout, but you are still fairly active. What I try to do on a recovery day is get in a higher level of neat than what I would have done on a training day. So let's just say Monday to Friday are my training days and Saturday and Sunday are my recovery days. Monday to Friday, I would go ahead and hit about 10,000 steps per day. But then when it comes to the weekend on my recovery days, I try to hit about 15,000 steps on my recovery days because I'm not getting that workout in. It's still a recovery day in the sense that I'm not putting my muscles under massive amounts of stress, whether it's a squat workout, it's a push, a pull, whatever it may be, but I'm still being active, I'm still burning calories, and all in all, it's just good for you to go ahead and get out and move. A rest day is something that I would generally prescribe to a client who is probably injured, but even at that, we would go ahead and work around the injury and and work on something that we can do. So if you have a broken arm, I would encourage you to go ahead and get your steps up as opposed to going ahead and doing bicep curls. You get me? Um, I hope that one help, that answers your question. And it's something that I always, always forget to do myself. I will plan a recovery day, but I ended up just having a rest day. Um, next up, we have what supplements am I currently taking? So at the minute I am taking, and it generally never really varies outside of this. There might be one or two other things that pop in, which I will cover. So I will take whey protein as my number one. Uh, alongside casein they are generally taken at the same time because i have a the protein smooth protein slow ugh, protein pudding excuse me in the evenings so that'd be something number one creatine is number two big fan of creatine and i generally mix that in with my smoothie in the mornings then i have what else i have uh, vitamin d3 i had to take that in a drop format in with the smoothie also i have a basically a, an immune system supplement which kind of goes ahead and just gives me basically a multivitamin but on steroids and then i have every now and again i will go ahead and throw in something that's going to help my sleep um there's a good company called warrior i think it's called warrior and they have something that's um it's called shutdown or lockdown or lockout and it just puts me to sleep um it contains a lot of bits and bobs that pretty much go ahead to try and stimulate and improve the quality of your sleep. Not the amount of sleep that you're getting, because obviously you have to be in bed, so you're going to dictate the amount of sleep to, be, to a certain extent. But it tries to go ahead and get you into a deeper REM, slip, REM sleep um, so that you can go ahead and have a better recovery during your rest and during your sleep. So that's what I'm taking, and I will try, I will put, if I remember, I will put that in the show notes. Next, we have favorite guest so far and what have I enjoyed about the podcast and having guests. Favorite guest so far is obviously a question that I'm not going to answer directly because I cannot say that because if I want to have, let's say I say Shane, I, I can't approach Paul and have him on again because he'll say, Dan, you, had, you just said Shane was your favorite. So I'm not going to answer that. I've loved each guest in particular, each guest in their own particular way, more so kind of seeing the correlation between the four guests so far that we all try to focus on not being black or white and be gray and be fluid and flexible in our approach this is something that was really really refreshing 
and something that I knew that was going to happen and each of them are successful in their own fields and it was definitely something that was consistent throughout so I've enjoyed my favorite thing so far about the podcast is seeing how everyone has the same kind of approach in terms of seeing the gray and finding the gray what I've enjoyed the most about the podcast is having conversations just having interesting conversations that I feel that you or somebody down the line may find interesting whether it's covering nutrition, it's covering fat loss, it's covering training, it's covering mindset, how someone has gone ahead and dealt with their mental health or depression, coming out of it on the other side, just how people are handling it, just having interesting conversations. Not so much kind of grilling somebody and being all Sky News and that with, some, with it, but just sitting down, having an interesting conversation, and it just happens to be recorded. That's what I probably enjoyed the most, and the fact that it's getting me the networking aspect of it also, where I'm getting to speak to people who I would not have possibly spoke to in the past. So having a one guest and I am interested in a guest that he may have had on or someone that he is friends with, I now can go ahead and approach that person and have a conversation with them. It's just, I just like talking and this is what I've enjoyed most about it. And giving you guys value as a result of these conversations has been a big, big thing. Fat turns, next question is, fat turns to muscle, does it happen? Um, this is not the case. So just looking at it on a like a biological standpoint, fat and muscle are two completely different things. Like you have adipose tissue, which is basically fat, and then you have protein, mu- muscle, excuse me, which is basically uh, full of amino acids and uh, just stretching my arm here. So whenever I speak about muscle, I always straighten up my arm and kind of touch it for some reason. So you cannot go ahead and change one into the other because they are two completely different components. What we can do is we can go ahead and increase the size of our current muscle mass while and either during or afterwards we can go ahead and decrease this amount of fat we have surrounding it so if you think of it as a layer so the fat will be a layer on top of the muscle and underneath the skin so if we can go ahead and decrease so if you kind of think about like a sandwich so to speak so the top layer of the sandwich is the bread and if we have thinner bread it will go ahead and show it'll be closer to the chicken or the beef that's inside the sandwich so realistically the fat right the fat we want that to be as minimal as possible around those muscles and in our body too but to a certain to a certain level which is sustainable you don't want to go too aggressive with this because then we get that yo-yo kind of um coming back and forth dieting training diet and training we don't want to do that and not training excuse me and um, so we're going to go ahead and try to build muscle while or while decreasing fat or go through like a bodybuilding phase where you would put on a lot of muscle and then diet down lose a bit of fat and so on so on i myself i choose to just go nice and consistently around the maintenance of a slight deficit while stimulating muscle mass consuming the correct amount of protein and decreasing my body fat percentage as a result so you cannot there's a long-winded answer then that you cannot turn fat into muscle one has to go so the fat has to drop and you can build the muscle while trying to drop the fat. I hope that answers your question. Upcoming guests on the podcast. Who have you got planned? So I have, yeah, I can say, right? So I have a couple of guys that are going to be coming on over the next couple of weeks. And when those episodes are going to be released is to be confirmed. So I have Insulone, who is a diabetic, basically, guru. Um, looking forward to having him on and he's going to go ahead and educate me and you all about diabetes we have ben of the my coach school that's going to be pretty cool 
decent following, decent bloke. The only thing I hold against him is that he's an Everton fan. Uh, but other than that, he's pretty decent. We got online transformation coach Charlie Johnson kind of on the horizon. We have Irish fitness influencer, basically Supremo coach Aaron Smith booked in. And then we have none other than everybody's favorite GP from the UK, Dr. Mike II. And um, so these are some guests that we're going to be looking into. And sorry, these are some guests that we're going to be having on over the coming weeks. And I'm looking forward to having conversations with these guys and seeing just how they are. Same again, having an interesting conversation that just happens to be recorded. Next up, motivation. How do you stay? How do I stay motivated? Um, hmm. Okay, right. So how do I stay motivated and how do you stay motivated? How to motivate? Yeah. So the question is just worded really strangely there. Finding motivation during these times is very, very important, but I don't want you to rely on motivation because motivation is fleeting. And I always have, I always say this back to somebody when they are doing, I'm losing motivation. Remember why you started. So why did you start losing fat, toning up, training? Why did you start the job? Why did you start studying? Why did you do anything? Why, why did you choose to do what you've done? Generally, it's because of like either it's an intrinsic, in, you're either intrinsically or extrinsically motivated, either something deep inside of you, which is an emotion that you want to feel fulfilled, you want to be accomplished, you want to be happy, or it's extrinsically motivated, you want to make somebody else happy, you want to impress somebody else. Um, generally, I am extrinsically motivated when it comes to my family, and I'm intrinsically motivated when it comes to myself. So I try to do things to provide for my family and kind of inspire them provide for them and just kind of be just to be there for them that's why i train that's why I, I work as hard as i do and then to be intrinsically motivated is for just i feel fulfilled when i accomplish something and it's just something enjoyable whether it's whether it's helping somebody whether it's um just giving somebody a different kind of perspective that's probably struggled with their weight in the past and i say one thing that just happens to hit a note and they apply it and they get results that motivates me that i'm helping somebody and i really enjoyed that so i would focus on just remembering why you started and go with that we're coming towards the end now corona updates yes i knew this question was going to be here corona updates so dublin ireland is going to be going into announced later on today or else it's just been announced um we're going to be going into probably another nine weeks of lockdowns and that is going to be hilarious because we're all looking forward to kind of getting back to normal in march but unfortunately because the vaccine rollout hasn't been as fantastic as we once had wished um, we are going to be a little bit slower behind the likes of the uk on kind of reopening things gyms etc are going to be reopening in the uk around the 12th of april give or take and we are looking probably in around kind of the Mayish, so we're going to be staying at level five which is crap but i put up a tweet earlier on that if you stop if you stop training because the gyms are closed did you stop drinking because the pubs are closed chances are some probably didn't so it is a matter of priorities and values that you kind of go ahead and have with yourself as to what you do yes it is shit the gyms are closed yes it is shit the bar like i would love i would love no more to go ahead and have a meal with my wife with my son Kind of sit down, enjoy it, kind of go ahead and get my hair cut properly. Not my kind of ghetto-ass job that I do on my hair. And just kind of get the back to some normality. I do think it's going to be a phase reopening after that. I think we're going to be in lockdown, or level five, excuse me, until probably end of May. 
and probably just after the May bank holiday, they're definitely going to not they're definitely not going to open things back up at the start of May because then you have the bank holiday and everyone's just going to go mad. It'll be probably the whatever the by the May bank holiday is. It will probably be be the Tuesday or maybe in the, even the following Monday when normality kind of starts to make sense a little bit. So we'll cross our bridge when we get there. But UK is opening back up. Well done, lads. You've done a great job rolling out the vaccine and enjoy it. Just don't go ahead and feck it up for us <laughs> and kind of start coming over here with your corona. Uh, da, da, da. Difference between difference between training men versus training women. This is as a result of the post that I've been putting up lately on my Instagram. Thank you. So there's a quote by a woman called Stacy Sims. Women are not small men. When I heard this from the podcast which I did with Shane, I looked into it a lot more. And my God. Now, I was always aware that the menstrual cycle played a role in female performance and female fat loss. But then I went into it deeper as a result of this podcast. And oh my God, girls. Anyone that tries to give you the same program or the same go on, push harder approach as they do to another bloke in the room, tell them to feck off. You are not a small man. You are not, you do not need something to be basically pretty and pink and do the same as him. You need to be conscious of your menstrual cycle and work with it, not against it. Like, so just quickly gonna go into it. I am gonna be doing a proper podcast on this again. Um, hopefully with someone a little bit more educated in the field, but from my reading so far, I'm just going to give you what I know. A man is the same 20, 52 weeks of the year. There's no different. There's no change. Bar kind of obviously some medical conditions. There's no changes in his internal chemistry and his biological makeup. He has the same, generally the same hormones all year round. Can diet and train pretty much to the same intensity all year round, pending injury or illnesses, etc. Females on the other side. There's technically four different versions of you. Good on you. So you have two phases. You have the follicular phase and you have the luteal phase. So you have a 28, 28 weeks, 28 day cycle. Uh, first 14 days are basically your follicular phase. The second 14 days are basically your luteal phase. The hormones go yin and yang all the way through this. And your training and diet approach should complement this. So in the follicular phase, you are, you probably have a capacity to go ahead and train. So in week one of the follicular phase, go ahead and train. You can kind of work on kind of hitting a PB. You can work on squats, bench, big exercise. Go for it. kind of same way, like a low-ish kind of rep range, like anything like six to eight, six to 10, and a little pushing those strength gains. Then when we end up in follicular phase week two, we can probably go ahead and decrease the weight and focus on volume. And the same will apply to the luteal phase. The reason we do this is that we have a little bit of a spike in testosterone in the body around day 14 at the time of ovulation. And it's at this time where we would focus on volume, basically build muscle. Then after, so when we go into week one of the luteal phase, you will see a rise in progesterone, which means that we are possibly going to have a little bit more pain and our metabolic rate is also going to increase. This is going to leave you feeling potentially a little bit more hungry and your appetite is going to be a, a little bit higher. This is also a time where your muscles, ligaments, tendons and all that crack go ahead and start being a little bit looser. So the chances of injury start to slowly go up around 
day seven or day 21 should i say of the whole cycle so basically the start of week two of the second week in the luteal phase is when your muscles ligaments tendons start to become a little bit looser this is when i would get you to probably scale back a little bit go for lighter weights and go for maybe even just kind of scale it back even more and focus on the trx and suspension trainer and bodyweight stuff but we would also still focus on neat remember what i said recovery your diet would kind of have to follow along follow the same guidelines also week one and two of your follicular phase you can go ahead and be week one excuse me you can be a little bit more aggressive so you can be a little bit more aggressive with your diet still making sure that you're hitting adequate amounts of protein to kind of complement and aid with muscle synthesis protein synthesis then you have week two of the follicular phase and week one of the luteal phase they're going to play around with each other It'd be a little bit less aggressive so think of week one let's say anything from a 30 to 40 percent deficit deficit if you're being particularly aggressive with your fat loss then week two and week one of the luteal week one or week two jesus did week two of the follicular phase and week one of the luteal phase you can go ahead for a more moderate 20 to 30 percent deficit and then when we come to the final week of the luteal phase where your appetite is through the roof bring it up to maybe either maintenance calories or let's just say maybe a five percent deficit if you can facilitate it. but don't feel bad for going up with your calories maybe into a five percent surplus or a maintenance just because on the other weeks of the month you've got you're going ahead and you are in a deficit for those weeks so one week out of the four isn't going to kill you isn't going to go ahead and undo all of your results and when you start to tap into this and work with your cycle you will go ahead and achieve great results this is a lot longer of an answer than i plan on giving because i do want to cover this in particular in another podcast so i am going to cut it there but there is a difference between between training men and training women and i want you if you are a female listener to acknowledge this and work with this okay so i'm going to wrap that up there guys i hope those questions have been answered and thursday's episode is a juicy one but i hope you've enjoyed this one and make sure to subscribe make sure to go ahead screenshot bang it up on your instagram whether you liked it whether you didn't like it doesn't matter the algorithm will serve as well uh just guys stay safe with corona and all that crack i know it's easy to go ahead and get bogged down with it but just keep the head up keep yourself busy and if you do need anything go ahead don't be afraid to reach out and give me a, give me a text a dm and if i can help i can help if i don't if i can't I'll tell you I can't or I can go ahead and advise you on somebody who can and we have two very interesting programs coming up on the 8th of March I am taking bookings towards the end of this week for it it's basically a 21 day lean up challenge one for men one for women in the women's program we will be covering the menstrual cycle and working with and around it and then in the men ones you don't have a menstrual cycle so yeah we won't be talking about that um these are going to be taking place on the 8th and it's going to be it's going to serve you well to go ahead and train at home or train in the gym if you if your gym is open to you it's a euro per day the 21 days 21 quid if you do well and you enjoy it and you want to go ahead on online coaching we will use that 21 euro and take it off your bill for the program so basically you can work out free um that's going to be an interesting program and there's take there is a limited amount of places taking up to 200 on each so Go ahead take one of those spots and let's get you 20 involved in the 21 day lean up and getting that ball rolling and getting a bit of momentum throughout as we get into april so guys thanks for listening have a lovely day and i'll see you on the next episode